It's time for assisted living. What's your password? And if only we had 2020 foresight and not just hindsight. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. so great but that's okay i can't win them all the time are you gonna are you gonna persevere are you gonna stop i'm gonna persevere wow melissa look at you i'm carrying on my wayward blazing a fucking trail (laughs) here we go suck it twats that's the introduction you deserve is what really good evening amy (laughs) fagazi how are you yeah that's i'm gonna go with yep yep that's about that it. great, huh? Yep, yep. Hey, if you're tuning in for the very first time to this podcast, uh, like 185 episodes <laughs> later, no, because this could be your first time around the block. I want to let you know that Amy and I have been friends since college. It's truth. We it's are just two girls who know how we like the toilet paper on the toilet paper roll and who know our kids' births and our kids and our husbands and and who have some serious history together because college was more than five years ago i know and we um we are sharing our lives together and with you so <laughs> i love it we're such a great lesbian couple we- so it, for those who are just joining <laughs> we're actually coming to you live from two completely different states completely different yes states. the mid-atlantic and Woo. the Crispy new southern, southy southern. Woo! So you're getting fantastic east coast, top and bottom. It's a whole body. It's and fantastic. I'm, I'm the top, right? Oh, listen, <laughs> you're top ramen, Titsy. As no, long as I'm not bottom ramen. Yeah, we're, we're, although we would absolutely be lesbian lovers, that role is being played by several other friends. Instead, you decided to go off and marry a Jewish doctor, and I have married a not Jewish doctor. Yeah, hi, I'm so not, sweetheart. Because I'm not Jewish, <laughs> which, you, you know, that's also convenient, because otherwise it would be a little strange. But so that's the deal, Dolly. So and here we, we ever, are. Do we ever mm. talk about how your husband proposed to you? No. Is we sure didn't. Is there well, a story there, there? There is, but it's my story. Well, the real story that we tell everybody is yeah. the fact that he didn't propose for his whole fucking life, which is a part of it. You have known me as long as you have known my now husband because yes. he was there. Always. So he was always he there. He was always there. So that should tell you something. So was it just assumed that the two of you would get married? Well, Ugh. you've been together since you're 14. You've been... No, 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 ask oh. you and me. No, no, no. We, we were out of sync for a vast many years. He was, you know, blinky eyes at me in high school. And I thought, Ugh. and then he went off to college and I was blinky eyes at him. And he said, Ugh. and then we played that little <laughs> dance. And then by the time I got to college, he was sort of like, I, I guess, I mean, I guess, I guess. I mean, we had gone on dates and then we would go on a little, you know, a little stint. And then it all of a sudden would be like, no. So it didn't really coalesce until I was in college. And then that 
became the real deal. And then we did the moving in together. And then we did living in sin. Then we did the following to another state for his job because of, and we did did the whole, we did the whole, and the only reason we fucking did that is because where's my fucking ring? So it had been going on so goddamn long. And I shit you not, Sherlock. The reason that we didn't get married a year earlier is because he had a choice to get a sweet deal on some flyer season fucking tickets or or an engagement ring. And, you know, (laughs) let's go flyers. (laughs) Fuck you. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah. So that's that was super, super great. I love you so much. Just a hint less than I love losing team. Fucking (laughs) S didn't get a seat for me. That's my other fit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Drop the jaw. Are you saying he got one seat? Yes. He's a dick. Correct. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. That's why I don't fucking talk about the, oh, what's your fantastic story to take you in a hot air balloon and drop rose petals and chocolates and spell your name out and like saber tooths. No, no, he did not. It wasn't even in fucking signed flyers, hockey pucks, which I don't even like. But at least it would have been on the, you know, diner movie score that he would figure out something. No, no. This was just drag your fucking heels as long as you possibly can. Wow. Classy, classy, classy. And you know, it wasn't because I was, hey, 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 with another one coming. Not so. We waited 11 years after we were married before little baby came. So. Hoy. And that that's baby came crazy. That baby came because of 9-11. So that's where that works. No, there's no super good story. There's no good story. There, there, there's no good. So we met in high school and then we, you know, dicked around for a really long time. And then it was like, when are you going to fucking get off it? That's that's our love. That's the tale of our love. <laughs> you weren't even sending texts to him while he was at the Flyers game because you didn't have a cell phone at the time. We, it was, we predated texts. There was no right. such thing as a text. Al Gore was still standing in the lab and the people were in the garage going, what's this? Maybe we've made a computer. <laughs> yeah, nothing. No. Cell phones came in a giant bag with a strap. It was like a backpack. Do yeah, remember I remember those oh, cell yeah. phones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you were lucky if you could carry around the briefcase phone. It was exciting. Yeah. It was no. kind of a car phone, but it yes. came in a leather satchel. You had to carry it. And it was as big as like the battery of your car. Yeah, yeah, because it was the battery that you were hoisting (laughs) around in that giant, weird, not backpack, backpack. And you had 11, backpack, backpack, Mm -hmm. you had 11 minutes a month. So you really like spaced it Yeah, and it was as if you were now calling, I don't know, Russia, a Russian prison. Like it took (laughs) that much effort to be able to boop, 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 connect you And you only called... Yeah. You only call people with landlines. You yeah. never called somebody no, else with no, a cell phone. No, no. <laughs> and you could say three, phone. you could say like four things. Like, hi, I'm calling you from the bag phone. Ooh, okay, bye. I mean, because that's all you can afford. You can't even have any communication. Yes. Right. That, those yeah, those right. were the days. Yes. That's me. I'm old. It's official. So first kid was from 9-11. I'm yes. thinking, I, w- I was initially, my girlfriend is a labor and delivery nurse. Hi, Michelle. And she... You know, there are moments of time where she'll have a boom. There are moments of time where she'll get sent home from work and she'll call and say, meet me for lunch. And my answer is every time, fuck yeah, till till COVID. So then I thought, here we are all stuck in our homes. There's definitely going to be another baby boom. And then I realized, I I mean, you're stuck at home. The last thing you want to do is spend more, closer, more time with this human 
You probably lost I, that love and feeling. To I don't some know. Degree. Maybe a lot of people turned this into like the sex escapades and had a fantastic. Do you think that's true? I do. I do think some people were able to make that happen because in cases where there were so many things in our lives that were overlapping motors and they were all going at the same time and in different directions. So when that just sort of ground to a halt, you sort of look around and you're like, what are we going to do now? Hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. So I can see how that could happen. In our house, it was a little trickier because we had, you know, three children who were standing in our bedroom going, hey, what are we going to do now? 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 Now, 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 now. Yeah, it's like, get the fuck out of my room is the first thing you're going to do. They're always being home definitely cramps intimacy. I'm not going to lie. Even if they're both on the internet doing something, I still feel like, our doors are so flimsy, like one shoulder push in, even though the door is locked. Well, that's the thing. I feel like you can defeat these locks and it's so fr- easily. They're just used to, I mean, the dog has sort of figured it out. So it's just the thumb button lock. So if you kind of, and we have the modern handles on the doors that are like rods that stick out. So the dog has learned that if you smack it, like if you take your dog paw up and go, it'll go, grab it up, flip it, rub it down, and he can get the door open. And he does this when I close the door because I'm doing something I don't want him involved in. Anything at all. Folding right, even laundry. If it's laundry on yes, the bed. I don't yeah. want you in here. And then he's like, and then he's in, right? And so there's just Butter. really, and then he's rolling in the laundry. I love this. <laughs> it smells laundry. so good. Let's put my hairs on it. Yeah. And the kids say, wow, the dog smells really great. And you're like, yeah, you laundry. So fortunately and unfortunately, we have not traumatized anyone into keeping their distance, but we have our bedroom on the first floor and their bedrooms, one, two, three, on the second floor, two sets of stairs. No matter which one you come down, you can pretty much, you can hear some people rustling. It's not a perfect, it's not super creaky. So it's not like there's the pantry door has a crazy, crazy, squeaky creak in it that is That's ridiculous on purpose. that we refuse to fix because yeah. now at any hour you're you know wide awake because it's as good as an alarm that thing's coming open. But when and I want to know who's in the pantry. When they're coming down the stairs, you're sort of like, is that is that footfalls on the stairs? And so that is the thing that gets in your head because you hear anything and you're like, no, it's okay. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. You know, and but that's not really. That's not resort sex. Let's just cut to it. No, you know? it's not. It's, no, it's not. not. Wham, so, bam, you're welcome. No. Even even leaving the door sort of wide open, that feels very decadent, right? It's like, I'm I'm not that old that I want to be able to say sentences like that and mean them, but it's true. So I'm I'm super old to have a kid who's as young as he is. And he's he's not a baby by any stretch, but you know, a lot of my friends who have kids the same age are, you know, just now figuring out their forever job. You know, it's, oh, God. How do your kids feel when they see you, like, touch or kiss? Do they react at all? No. There's there's not a, I'm I'm a touchy grabby. They're just grateful it's not them. I'm constantly sticking my hands on them, pulling them in for a hug, fixing their hair, getting my hands in their hair, touching the back of their shirt, doing the kick, 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 kick. No. We're also Italians. You're going to get kissed. So that's it. That's what My works. kids see Stuart and I like hug or kiss or touch or whatever or, or grab ass or whatever is going on here and they are offended. Oh, could you stop? Like, oh, would you please? What does that mean? I don't even understand it because you make them watch for forced family fun. 
such dirty, porny, gross, not appropriate for kids. <laughs> not on purpose. You made them watch the Thomas Crown Affair. Oh, that was so good. They loved that. Okay, so Mallory covered her eyes. Right. She did not. You can you can't close them enough because you can hear it. You know what's <laughs> That's happening. True. It just doesn't stop. I hear there's, fluids. What yeah, are those there's, fluids? There's no I hear. clothing. There's a burn. There's just a lot happening all the time. In that. Anyway. Even risky business. Remember the train scene? Yes, risky my business? God. Yeah. Are you crazy? Look, I never said this was a parenting podcast that I was doing anything right I'm trying right to in say I would think you had desensitized them with your media selection. Yeah. That when they get a little bit in real life, they should be okay. They're not. So, they don't yeah. like to see us... Um, partake in any sort well, of how how hard are you getting on when you're making these kids cringe i mean i wrap my leg i'm kidding i, I mean it's just <laughs> <laughs> my legs my legs are wrapped around his neck just now what you guys do there. yeah it's just a very simple <laughs> no so, no it's no. just yeah I, I i don't i don't know why they're so offended by it they're also annoyed that we made them watch porn. <laughs> they, may, they may just be annoyed period it may you may just have reached the annoyed portion of this cruise it. yeah so we're, we're living through that, which is super fun. I got a call from my collager today. I was out picking up some stuff at the grocery store, trying to scramble, do all these things. And when I'm moment, when I don't have enough time to do it already, and I'm yeah, 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 yeah FaceTimes me. <gasps> Must be important. What the hell is this? What are the, so I turn it off real quick. Abandon the cart in actual terms. Walk away from a physical cart out into the thing. You know, it's a little bit rainy. So I'm like, what? What is it? Face, FaceTime him back. And he's sitting there at his desk. And he's like, hey, uh, I'm I, at a I, told a, I told a friend. Yeah, I told a friend to get me some McDonald's. And I don't have any money for Venmo to pay this friend back. And uh, uh, bleh, 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 bleh. And I had to stop him for just a moment and say, Exhibit A, douche lips. Do you know how much money we pay for your fucking dining, all access, VIP, omelet station, chef of the month club, suck ass phantasm plan? You're getting McDonald's from some cracker who's getting in a car and driving to go. There's not a McDonald's on campus. I mean, it's off campus in the sense that someone has to Take Leave. a car a block right. away from, you know, but it's, it's not like they have fast food on the campus. That's how college is now. They put fast right, food in your campus. Points. Plan. You can use points for so that. So gross. So gross. Yeah. So he is calling for this. At which point I said, yeah, okay, whatever. I'll sure. That's fine. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that for you. I'll, I'll do it, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it. He doesn't well, have any say- money unless I give it to him. When you say, I'll Venmo you, that doesn't mean in a minute. That means within the next 24 hours, you'll get some money in your account from me. Like, well, I, we're still new. We're still new to it as well. Because I asked, I said, well, I think you just need to make a formal request. And he said, mother, may I please? And I said, no, no, that's oh not God. what I mean, <laughs> dumb, dumb. I mean, you have to use the button to make the request. Because we don't, we don't know. We, I've prevented him. Really, he has been begging to have a job his whole life and I've not allowed it. So I let him work as an intern for an architect. You can have that job because he wants to be an architect. But you're not going to go stand at the greasy grill and flip burgers in the middle of the summer, hot in a black hole, get acne. No. So he doesn't have any money unless we give it to him. And I'm okay to give it to him. But I'm kind of not okay to give him endless McDonald's Venmo money when I've already given you $70 billion in University of Big Deal State 
access with I all mean, the it ain't no high point university but it, it does have a quite a sweet quite a sweet plan well that's you, what we're trying to figure out yeah, now for yeah, yeah, yeah. child number one like what dorm and what food mm-hmm. the food plan is enough he's like well, what if i need pizza money i'm like why don't you put your fucking shoes on and go to the dining hall where you have unlimited swipes and get yourself yeah, some fucking pizza do, he's not gonna do it he's i not know gonna do it. he's not gonna do it he's not gonna but do it. knowing that would you have chosen a different meal no, plan for him no because it it is such a great value and it the where we are the choice you have one of three choices and it really falls down into how many times do you think you're going to be going into a dining hall and the difference in cost between I don't ever want to think about whether I have enough money to go in this dining hall and how many times did you go this week the difference between those two plans was negligible and okay. we've prepared for him Unlimited. to go to college so I was like you I don't ever want you to think about being hungry so if there comes the day when there's no more McDonald's Venmo You've got 24-hour access to 24 hours worth of buffet line food. So fuck off, right? So that's that's the answer. I remember going freshman dorm, going into the Gilbert. I was in Gilbert. It's like, whatever, one of the two dining halls on the beach. Um, going in there and I, I had everything. And this is from a child whose mother never cooked a meal. <laughs> so I so I was like, oh. I want all the carbs. Oh, easily 15 pounds. So I want all the carbs. So I got pizza. I got a bagel and cream cheese. And before I knew it, my pizza had touched the cream cheese. And after that, I put cream cheese on my pizza. Like non girl. I would eat I mean, there's no meal. I'm like, any anybody going to the dining hall? Anybody going? I'll go. Like it was it was a whole new world. And Stuart jokes that he is he loves institutionalized food. He just loves it because his mother didn't really she calls cooking. Did you cook? It's a four-letter word. No, she never. I actually, some friends that I, sadly I have not seen in a long time, or we just sort of stopped hanging out at, at, for no good reason, and they actually were amazed and we that how far apart we were in our understanding of what cooking dinner actually meant. They really thought that it was cooking dinner if you took something out of the freezer and warmed it. They would call that cooking dinner. Well, is it something that was initially frozen or something like they made and froze? No, like any, like if you, if you prepare any food from any point in your home, that's okay, cooking, keep making that's fun cooking of them. dinner. That's no, I'm not too. making, no, I'm not <laughs> making fun of them. Too. No, it's not to make fun of. It's to point out that we didn't count that as cooking dinner. We would count that as, you know, oh gosh, we didn't really, we didn't really cook dinner. So we would cook dinner properly, plan and cook a meal four nights a week, probably back at that time. This is when kids are in, in the carry case, the, the little clip in car seat, right? Little kids are little. So we would physically cook the whole meal like four times a week. And then probably a couple more days would be those freezer things. And they don't really count. But to them, that was like, wow, you cooked dinner. They went out to eat every single night. It's like dinner. you're telling my life story. I don't even under. I'm, how can you afford it? How can you possibly afford it? Do I know I how my parents afford it? Don't you remember the story? Well, they're my mother would rich. say we're going out and oh, say yeah, you don't get to eat. <laughs> you're getting a light bite. You have to order <laughs> off the kids menu. I'm 17. Well, guess what? You're small. <laughs> we breed them small. I'm like, mom, I'm five nine. Like, I don't think I can get away with the rabbit anymore <laughs> or whatever the. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We a light bite. You're going to get a full meal with a dessert that comes with it. But I get a light bite. <laughs> All right. I'll have grilled cheese again. P.S. 
Grilled cheese, I could make at home even better, to be honest. I that's mean, the other, that's the other thing. It's kind of, even the, the institutional food, he's sort of like, well, I mean, some of the stuff's good. And he's like, some of the stuff, you're sort of like, well, okay. So he's, he's already there because we love cooking and we love eating. The difference now and potentially next year for you to keep in mind with dining and the habits, how they're going to be different, when you and I went, when Stuart went, very likely that was as much a socializing time as anything else. And with these unlimited plans, that's sort of where our heads were. If somebody was going to eat and you've already eaten, if you're not even hungry, who cares? Swipe in and go sit and talk to them, right? That It's like, I just don't ever want you to be prevented from being where you want to be at the time you need to be there. Not so anymore. It's pretty much all takeout or you're so distanced and masked up and or you don't feel comfortable going in there anyway. So yeah, Going to McDonald's is probably the same as the air quotes dining hall experience, which is in styrofoam packaging in a bag. So it's not back yet. Every place everywhere is masked. Well, every place everywhere is masked and, and God bless them. They wouldn't be even be on campus if they weren't doing this. He gets a test every single week, just like everybody else. There's penalties. There's one person in a room. He's in a double. He's by himself. There's penalties. If you have somebody in your room, they, you know, scan the floors and patrol and all the rest of it they built all these new outside spaces that weren't there before i mean theoretically because the temperature will be nice got another ice storm coming hey hey. yeah so do we so do we super fun college is sounding a little bit more like prison every day well it beats the the home prison home version of homeschool prison is kind of like an abduction so it's better to get institutionalized so i mean not to not to really harp on this topic but how do you get laid like that oh he's already gotten laid but how, I mean, if they're scanning the floors and you can't go in rooms and you can't like, how, how do you get? No, them? no. There's penalties for being caught. You just. Oh, what okay. do you, how, where, what do you, what's, come okay. on, come uh, on. Yeah. I, I, we saw him. I don't even remember what we had to. Oh, he, he got a phone. So we had to drop off the phone and do phone business and whatever else. So went out there, had dinner with him. Gave him the phone, left. Told, he told you he got laid. No, I always check. I check before you leave. I said, do you have condoms? Where do you? Where can you get them? Do they have them on campus? And he's like, no, I have them. I'm like, well, how many do you have? I have enough. How many did you have at the beginning of the semester? Okay. How many do you have now? And he's like, boo. Fewer so, than I started. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the girl who you were so into and you got off all these dating apps and you decided, you know, I don't even want to look on dating apps and... Now you're back on the dating apps. It's it's good. It's good. I don't I don't want him, you know, sticking it everywhere. That's not the plan. But I do like this idea of meet and spend time with as many people as possible. Right. Don't have sex with them all. Just meet and spend time with as many people as possible. My girlfriend's son just broke up with his very first girlfriend. They're in two different schools, freshmen, two different schools, and he's heartbroken and she just drove into the city to pick him up and bring him home. I don't know how I'm going to deal with I mean, it's one thing when your kids are disappointed and and then you just have to build them up and know their strengths, but heartbroken like you can't say anything really other than I never really liked her anyway but you can't even say that because they're going to get back together the second you say that the the issue for me is more not the relationship it's how you deal with your kid's broken heart how do you tell them that's hard and you're just like I'll bake you cookies like yeah this sucks I'm yeah yeah these are the sounds it sounds awful but the absolute truth is that I'm grateful that it has happened more than yeah. once. I'm so grateful 
there's a friend of mine whose kid is probably third year in college. And when she went off to college, had never had a kiss, had never had a romantic date. It was go to the big school events, prom, homecoming, go with a group or as friends or anything. Had never been on a date in all of high school. Good looking kid, very bright, talented kid, you know, popular enough, friendly enough, attractive, all these things. No, there's no reason for it. Just that's the way that cookie crumbled. And it's strange to think. So yeah, I'm, I'm grateful for as awful as it is for any human to go through that. And it's triple awful as a parent because there's nothing you can do. And sort Especially of when, when they're you, farther away, when you see it coming and you can't prevent the huge heartbreak that's coming. And so you, you're winding, you're just waiting for it to happen. You know, it's like watching a movie. I know how this is going to end. It's very fun right now. I know how this is going to end and I'm going to be crying right with you, but it hurts a million times worse because you can't take the pain away. Even with all of that, I'm still grateful for the experience because I want you to have that experience ever. And I certainly want you to get it out of your system before you find yourself, God forbid, halfway, you know, in in the middle of your middle life, you know, late 20s, 30s, it's your first real big experience. You've never even had the heartbreak. You're not even really sure what's going to happen. You cling to something because you're worried about it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, Bad decisions are made without experience, so. Right, and again, I use the example of trying out for sports teams and things like that to have disappointments while you're younger. There is a yeah. um, there is a PhD who wrote a book called, it's kind of a Jewy book, it's called The Blessings of a Skinned Knee. Oh, okay. Um, and it's it's brilliant. It's a it's you have to do these things and have these exciting experiences and and fall in love and get on the skateboard and and you're gonna fall and you're gonna skin your knee and it's a blessing because this this pain happened as part of a greater joy, okay. right? So and that only makes you more prepared for the next greater joy. And having a better understanding of what to expect from it and what you're going and how you're going to deal with the aspects of both the joy and knowing that disappointment or that skinned knee is on the other side of whatever your experience is. And psychologically, they don't realize they're learning that, but it (laughs) kind of like toughens up that knee. Like you now have some tissue there that's a little more hardened, but also ready to fall again. Yeah. And maybe even more cushiony the next time you do fall. <laughs> maybe it won't hurt as much. Maybe. I said maybe. You're it, being on the other side of it is just as valuable as being on the front end and experiencing the love and the joy and the not loss. Being on the other side of the loss, it reminds you and or at least teaches you that everything is survivable. It just is. Yeah. So and you and got through this. You got through right. that. I right. mean, and it's then a perspective. Yeah. When you were going through it, it absolutely felt like the worst possible thing in the world. And guess where you are now? It is not a secret that I had a, f- a few bad pregnancies. Guess where I am now? I'm picking a fucking meal plan <laughs> for for this jackhole who's right. trying super, to steal super my ingrate. I know. Yeah, trying to steal my internet while I'm trying to and and you're figuring it out for somebody who just wants McDonald's. Have you taught him nothing? <laughs> you cooked every night for dinner and he wants McDonald's. Well, look, I do love McDonald's. But I'm gonna yeah, skin I your mean, fucking knee. I'll no, do it for you. Ridiculous. And he was wearing a shirt that I I don't even know where he got it, and it was so awful. 
Stop at the beginning of that sentence. He was mm-hmm. wearing a shirt. That Let's is all good. be that grateful. Yeah. He usually <laughs> I have is not, not seen. I have not seen your son with his shirt on in years. He usually <laughs> is not. Is the truth. So the last time was when we visited MIT and Harvard was the last <laughs> time I saw him in his shirt. And we FaceTime and do this recording yep. every yep. week for years. And it has been years since I've seen him in his shirt. Uh, so that's great. That's great. Good for him. McDonald's right. and a shirt. He can be taught. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's possible. He is, he is on top of the world. Mm-hmm. Hey, Amy. Hey, Melissa. Do you keep your, well, do you have the same password for all of your accounts? Oh, for fuck's sake. Of course not. No. You vary them depending on what? I do. And I was never really a stickler for this, except my fucking husband. He's such (laughs) a tool about this. Oh, my God. From way back, he's been, before anybody knew to be a tool about this, he's been a super tool about this. Angry with me because I've not used a service, which he has used from you know, before anybody would shorten password to PW. That's how far back he's been on the use a service train. So auto generates a crypto super secure Sarah for every single that. thing. Yeah. So he's got all that stupid stuff. Okay. I had been circulating probably up to five and I'd been doing that for a while. I also in my former life, not so former was a software developer. So I would own a company where we developed software. So I would test and have to go into multiple systems. So we had a variety of passwords that we used for all those false accounts. In so doing, that means lots of people have access to those. And that trained me the hard way that even the one that you remember most easily, even the one that feels like it's just a throwaway, sometimes that's going to sneak into your real life just because you're so used to using it. And it ends up on the dark web. So I have I, I have gotten a lot better. I vacillate between using a service, which I don't like because I feel like that's something that can be broken into just as easily as my password and you'd have them all. But I have like a system for how I generate passwords and try to remember them and then I write them down and keep them. So I have lots of them. And the reason for this, before I you know continue on for another six hours about passwords, the reason for this is if somebody gets one of your passwords, they have your whole life. And it happens a lot very easily and your whole life continues to consolidate with rapid speed every single minute that we live on this planet. Your phone can access all your credit cards. It's just, trust me, if you're only using a handful of passwords, change them all tonight and (laughs) widen that net. Widen that net. Widen that net. What's your password? Bosco. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, very tricky because they went from needing four characters to six to eight to 10 to 30, right? They give yeah, you this. Yeah, and you got to stand on your head and you have to do an algebraic equation and yeah, then translate something letter, into Capital letter, lowercase letter, a number, uh, uh, whatever. All of these crazy things that you need there. And I, and I get it. And it would be probably smarter to have something else generated for you. But I went online just to open an account at my husband's hospital or his hospital system as a patient. So when waiting my fucking turn, a vaccine comes up, there is a chart that has my name on it because knock on forehead, I don't have a chart at his hospital right now. So I opened, I think it's called my chart. I opened an account there. And as I did it, I just put in my name. I think my date of birth. And that's it. (laughs) And now tell us the password. (laughs) 
that's it. And then it said, to confirm who you are, which one of these cities relates to your brother? And it listed five cities around where he lives, his being one of the five. And I thought, first of all, did you tell it to ask? I didn't even give you my maiden name. So the fact that you know that my brother, who has a different last name that I do, lives in Bumblefuck, New York, and that Bumblefuck was one of the choices, and I was freaking out. So I'm like, Stuart! And he came running in thinking there's a puddle Someone's in of there something. with a knife. Right. Right. There's yeah. a puddle of something he needs to clean up that I am now incapable of doing. And he said, whoa, 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 whoa. I said, look at this. And he's like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Just click this one. That's right. No, 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 you don't understand. I put in my name and D-O-B and this is what came up. They're like, yeah. He goes, yeah, that's great. No, you don't understand. How the fuck do they know you where my brother lives? Come on, you must be in the system. Uh, 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 I put in nothing. So I was freaking out. So the whole password thing was kind of like on the edge of my mind when I read that. And I know you've read it too. Everyone has that article about the man who purchase no he mined bitcoin <gasps> oh my gosh yes and on a secure server uh he had his password for oh like 222 million dollars worth of bitcoin <laughs> and he cannot remember his password and he cannot access it what now where is it now I don't know, but if this man doesn't commit suicide, I do oh not understand. God. And he's got like this attitude of, oh, well, <gasps> what did you just say? <laughs> okay. Oh, well. That just confirms that everybody who deals in Bitcoin is fucking bat shit crazy. That is some crazy, crazy. It's like $17,000 for one Bitcoin right now. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. He lost oh, it's 200. I just can't believe it. He had an online wallet and... I, I can't understand somebody who loses that amount of ah, money ah, and is like, well, what are you going to do? Uh, I would kill someone for that password. I, I, I'll do it for you. Well, it's crazy. And, you know, the federal government has a really big problem. And I come down on the side of Apple when they want Apple to release their proprietary whatever to crack into phones. Cell and to phones. Give people, yeah, so that they can have more access than anyone else. And Apple's like, no, we have privacy for a reason. That's what our products are for. We're not, we don't have it. And even if we could develop the ability, which everybody knows they do, they're not going right. to give it away. I think that's good. I'd like I that. do too. I do But too. I also just- hate the idea that there are multiple locked Pandora's boxes that we give everybody the key and then say, just don't lose this key. And then what? Where's the key? Yeah. I How can't is be there trusted no second key? key? How, who has the nuclear football? How can there not be another key? Come I on. did tell you that my son, when he was little, had handcuffs for one of his Halloween costumes oh, and he clipped shit. it onto the edge of his bed. Yeah, that sounds and, great. Yeah, That's, sure so. he did. And they don't like watching mommy kiss. Keep talking. <laughs> Social services. Yeah, don't got, be here any minute. You got trouble. We gave that bed away too, and I'm like, <laughs> there are handcuffs on the edge of that bed because he grew to be six two and like this colossus human, and he just can't stay in that tiny bed anymore. So no, we, not with those handcuffs, mommy. Stop it. <laughs> so we gave it Bad away. Bad touch, to, mommy. The cleaning lady had a truck come <laughs> and take away <laughs> handcuffable bed. Ew. Yeah. That's all I have to yeah. say to that. I would I would forget. It turns out it says in the article that he's a German-born programmer. 
Oh God. <laughs> Don't you feel just like Just to a rub dick? it in. Yeah, just to <laughs> rub it in a little bit more. And, and you know, Mr. Should have known better. Yes, that's actually his last name. <laughs> Mr. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, it's not imagine. good. Well, here's just quickly, here's a couple of password tips for you. One trick is yeah. that you invent for yourself a false birth date and year a false street where you live, like just invent this little online persona and use that every time because that can't be as easily hacked because it's not public record. It's not something that can go be identified by somebody else. It's just an invention, right? That's one tip. Another tip for generating passwords is if there is a lyric in a song or a song title or a TV show that you love or a jingle or a funny joke that you tell all the time or, you know... Now everybody knows my password. A poem is by Menon. <laughs> a poem that you like, right? Think of, you know, five or six or eight or ten words in a row that you're always going to remember. It's something that's personal and important to you. And then just use the first letter of each one of those words. So it looks like a string of nonsensical characters, but it's oh say can you see, right? It's but then you just put in the O at right. So you can do it that way. It's another cheat for generating. No, oh, I like all of that. These. I like both of those. Because um, they're easy to remember, but mm, they're not common. So the fact that I'm going to be turning fifty in in a spell or two uh, I don't know that I would remember a false birthday. I don't know that I would remember. <laughs> it is by the grace of God that I remember my own birthday. So well, I don't know about case, that one. You could, pick, you could pick a pet birthday too because not everybody really has public access to a pet birthday. So as opposed to a child birthday. but Yeah, that's very true. A, a pet's birthday. And, and a couple of them stand out really strongly in my mind. Yeah. Do you remember the birthdays of your childhood friends? No, I don't remember the birthdays of my child. Period. That was my I'm next not, question. Do I'm you have a memory really. for birthdays? No, I, uh, birthdays are great. I love them. Birthdays are great. <laughs> Two <laughs> thumbs up on birthdays. No, I just, I have a handful of friends down here who are like everyone else on the planet who celebrate things and think about it and put together, you know, they're very thoughtful and engaged and want to commemorate and we're going to do this and all of the Hallmark holidays. Yes. Amen. I'm in. Let's do it. And guess what? There's a birthday coming up and it's woo. And it feels like it's one of these big birthdays when really it's just like you turned what? Who cares? Okay. Got it. Doesn't that happen to everybody? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm very. All right. I'll celebrate you. I'm very poor in my ability to manage these things the way that I should, but I say I'm going to improve. I'll, I'm going to keep saying I'm going to improve. I'll improve. Sure. sure. And that guy's going to get his password back. Look at, I have somebody that I need to train to be really, really focused on giving an appropriate gift, accepting a gift, being prepared, being attentive to others, celebrating their, I mean, we celebrate accomplishments a lot more, I believe, than normal people right? When somebody has something good happen for them or they have achieved something that they've been working on, we are absolutely the first ones to show up with, you know, here's the mini, uh, you know, toy that matches the thing that reminds you always of this day. And we also, you know, got this special cake and now we're all going to talk about it. We're going to toast and we need to make sure your kids know about it. And here's this award and blah, blah, blah. Like that absolutely, it just comes naturally. I don't even think about it, but it's like, yes, of course we're going to do that. Birthdays, 
are always like, oh shit, it's Christmas. Do you know what I mean? It's like I have to Had remember. Yeah. Again so, this year? Again? Yeah. It's there's some people who wake up in February and they're thinking about Christmas, Christmas, and for your birthday, and then we're gonna do this. Oh, your husband's one of them. Don't make that face. So, no, he's not. Look, he didn't think Valentine's about Christmas because he's a juju, but Valentine's Day came and left and and on the day he said, I just have to run to Costco. And I said, if you go to fucking Costco and you get roses, I will be so mad at you. Do not get me flowers from, please do not get me flowers and do not get your daughter flowers. She's not your fucking Valentine, but don't, don't do it. I'm not interested in that. And the simple answer is, okay, I'm going to go to the bakery where Ethan used to work and I'm going to go get those almond horseshoe cookies (laughs) for you because those are, because that I will appreciate because uh, no, uh, I I want the flowers. Oh, I there's never an occasion where I don't want flowers. Flowers, flowers, all the time, flowers. I was just bringing it up because I didn't want him to spend money on frivolous things when we're buying a house. Like, oh, let's focus I you all of our were, money. No, 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 no. That's fair. I thought you were just like, I am a Valentine Scrooge. And if you fucked it to this point, don't get the flowers. It's no. too late. That's why I was like, get the fucking flowers. No, man. I mean, I just, first of all, you sent me flowers once that came with candy that I can't stop ordering. So <laughs> fuck off. Oh. You know what? So I might have, good. I might have so it right here. Um, but I was just saying, do not spend money that we do not oh, need to spend. You really do have it right there. Look at you. Yeah. yeah we do not need good. to spend because we're, we would like to get, you know, gold toilets. Like That's I'm not right. saying we're, <laughs> we're upgrading right. everything, That's but right. for a while. Hey, quick aside. Did you ever shit in that gold toilet in the Guggenheim? No. Do you and know I've shit I mean? everywhere. No. <laughs> You don't know about the gold toilet in the Guggenheim? No, I've never used it. You, you, because you don't want to, or because it just didn't work out for you. I, I never. The two times that I've been to the Googs, I, I did not have you to do. You wouldn't wait in the. It's an art piece. It's yeah. not the. It's not the actual. Do right. I have to go? You have no, to wait. I have to and, take a picture with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you wouldn't go. Okay. I've cold. never, and nor have it's I been to cold. Trump yeah. Tower for that either. So no, no, I wouldn't go there. God bless. There, you said that T word. I wouldn't go there. Um, don't you have like a relative who's a T fan, a T word fan? I do. I may have more than one, but you know, oh my gosh, do you know what's so interesting about all of this? You are never going to believe this. Never, ever in a million years. Well, of give ever, me a chance. Are I'm, you I'm a believer. Believe this. So we have no problem communicating, having loving conversations, spanning all manner of topics. There is nothing that's off limits. We don't get into arguments. We don't have to worry too much about throwing up, uh, you know, blockades to say, we can't talk in that direction. Let's move it over here, right? It's none of that stuff. It's all wonderful. But this is Brian's mother-in-law. His father has passed, God rest his soul. She is up there in age, and she always has been very interested and engaged in paying attention to news of the day. She's quite conservative. Stepmother? Stepmother is a euphemism. She and Brian's dad were both their second engagements, second marriages for each other, but they never formally got married. So they were together for 19, 25 years after both of them already have grown children, grown, graduated, work, okay. college, everything, right? So she's got her kids on, and her deal in her life, and they they found each other and had wonderful, wonderful time. And he passed, you know, old enough, but still way too young, right? Now she's at a point where she's trying to figure out what's the next move. She's in the giant rambling. You get to a point in life, you got a big, 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 big house, and guess what? Her kids aren't there. We're not there. 
The grandkids only come, what, three times a year? It's very big. And she's saying, I think I need, I think I need to back this down. And it's been tough. It's been tough for her to face that realization and wonder about, am I safe here? Is this okay for me? No, what am I going to do? scared. Well, yeah, but right. here's, but here's the thing. So she started the conversation and self-directed. Oh, good for I, her. I think I'm, I'm interested in living in a community that can maybe transition with me from it's just a community with lots of people my own age and interest level to maybe there's a button somewhere in the room. You know? Perfect. One of those. Perfect. One of those, Good for right? her. That's, that's, a, that's a fucking scary place to be. Anyway. Okay. So she starts thinking So far about I believe all of this. During COVID. She starts thinking about all this during COVID, right? And it's complicated. And we thought, okay, it's complicated by COVID. Got it. Got it. No. No. Come to find out it's complicated because she's a Republican. <laughs> Well, they take Republicans in places like that. I don't Evid- get it. Evidently not. Uh, <gasps> what do you mean? Get- I don't know what to say. She's getting a vibe that like only the cool kids can go to assisted living. Like if her views make her feel like oh, she's no. not comfortable having a conversation with just anybody. And she's not. It, I've never known her to be a frightening extremist, right? We've had lots of conversations where, you know, I would hear her position on things and she's from another country to begin with. So she has a totally different vantage point of how government should work and all of the rest of it factors in. So did she take a a tour? I can't tell if somebody scarlet lettered her and like pointed the finger and slashed her tires in the parking lot. That's my question. Did she take a tour in the cafeteria? She take a tour, see somebody she knows to be like a leftist. It's um, so weird to hear this even come up. I just wonder. That's weird. Like it was just very weird. And I didn't know how much of it was a venting because this process sucks and it's really stressful versus she walked in with like, I love OAN on her t-shirt. Oy. I mean, I don't know what, I don't know. I'll do it. That'll do it every time. I, I don't know what it is. But have you ever even considered no. such a thing? No. No, because all old, here's what I assume. All old all people old, are Republicans. All old people <laughs> lose a filter and say shit that offends everybody younger than they are. So I assumed all old people are the same and they have both racist and weird political conspiracy kind of like views. And that's why we put them in they a, do, they, in one they, place where I they could all be together yes, and say crazy shit to, to each say, other. And they want to sit there and talk about, oh my God, did you read this thing where the kid had his kidney stolen and woke up in a bathtub full of ice? Like these are the conversations they're having in the room with the Right, button. right. For sure. A- and, and I think that, I think that insert... <laughs> racist expletive here stole my watch like I I feel like they are well when my nano was all clinked up that's what they used to say like I I think then here's my favorite call with nana I want to tell you something is everything Uh okay nana she goes yeah I want to tell you something Uh Filipino people <laughs> oh, here it comes! Stop! Just I take her. Nana. I take her off speakerphone because I don't want the kids to hear anymore. I'm like, well, I gotta let her vent. Like, I love Filipino this woman. People, even the Filipino people are delightful. Oh, I'm so and glad I you said, told me, now. And I'm, I said, well, first of all, okay. Second of all, you're whispering like it's a secret. And third of all, it's something you just discovered. Like, why? What what had you fly in the other direction before? What stopped you, turned you around and flew you in the right direction? Like, wh- 
So I just assumed <laughs> that all of those places housed people without filter with crazy racist opinions. And that's that they just you hit an age and you're like, bing, I can let my freak flag fly. Where are my people? So I am oh surprised that she did not feel her freak flag was appropriate where she looked. Is she looking somewhere else? I do not love the idea of trading places with our parent-child relationship where where you and your husband now need to kind of take the parental role, hear her, know that she's looking for something next stage life, and help her out. Say, okay, well, let's see what else there is for you because you know she's ready to make a step and this might be a window that could close. And then you're going to have a real hard time getting her out of that big house with you know, all the QVC well, uh, boxes coming in. Well, that's the thing. We're in a we're in a very, very privileged situation where we absolutely love her. We're engaged. We want what's best for her. And we are not her kids. She has two kids who fill that role. So we're conscious that we're part of the conversation and we're careful not to overstep. So when she asks us and when we see something that needs inserting, you know, we need to talk about something. We absolutely do, for sure. But I, we're also in the situation where she's just kind of talking it out. And so we can say things like, well, what, how do you feel about home health aid? Would you want to start there? Do you just want to get some, you know, how, what is the thing that feels overwhelming? Is it just that it's too big and you want smaller? Maybe it's buying a smaller house. Maybe Right. Not, are you looking you know, for a community knows? in the dining area? Exactly. Like what, what is what it that's want. appealing yeah. to you? Because yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's Talk appealing to me. Right. <laughs> Somebody, which is why that takes me back to us starting our own cul-de-sac. I think we need, I think we need a middle, middle-aged assisted living community where the assistance comes in the form of like a private chef and maybe an afternoon masseur. Right. And it sounds like girls weekend. You just want it every day. Well, yeah. And then there's, of course, there's full housekeeping for the whole time. And I don't, I don't know. And like the kids could come visit and then leave again. (laughs) And then maybe there was some kind of like a tutoring situation where. Let me find my, my Bitcoin password and I'll make it happen. Is there like a mani pedi? Yeah. I feel like an activities, but you don't really need to go to activities and it could sort of somehow be like on a beach too. This would be good. Maybe it's seasonal. Maybe there's, it's like a six month in one, which is sun, and then six month in the other, which is winter, so that you could, don't make a face. Cause I don't like ski. winter. We're getting another you ice do. storm. do. There's fireplaces and cocoa and skis and people wearing very tight clothing while they ski and coming to get an penis. after ski massage. <laughs> and there's a butt penis. I want to go to this place. Where's the butt penis? Butt yeah. penis. <laughs> it's a, it's, it all comes back to the penis. I'm just trying to say. So it's, we can have the conversations with her that, and it's a bit, I don't, I don't think that for my parents who are both with us, thank God, yay, they're not. I would be amazed if this conversation ever comes up because, you know, my father would be out front with a fire hose, you know, bleeding with no ability to can protect himself. I'm not going like there's right. just no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, Come for he, me. Come holding for me. that, holding the down the fort like it's the Alamo. Yeah, there's no way. It's, there's just no. So to even have this is like, I think I'm ready to go and see it's a blessing what life right is there. like. You said like your dad would be standing out there. My parents were told there's a hurricane coming and they should evacuate. And they said, no, we're going to hunker down. We're going to ride it out. I'm like, yeah, you're not a wise. fucking hero. Like, what is no. the matter with you? No. Like, what you're going to end up with a busted hip. About? 
please. You're going to end up drowning because my excellent swimming skills came from my... <laughs> One of my parents, who I will not name. It's funny to laugh at your parents drowning, but still it's funny. You can guess which one. One of my parents also can't swim. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy what we give off and, and how when we age, things are between the passwords, the next stage of life. I did have a last question for you, but first I'm going to tell our dear listeners We've done a lot of talking about our lives and our changes. We would love to hear from you for you to tell us what's going on in your life, lives, love of lives. Uh, and you can do that by writing to brilliantobservations at gmail.com. And you can give us a beautiful letter and we can look through our magic mirror and we can see you and we will... Definitely, first name only, unless you tell us it's okay to share more of your story. You can be famous, infamous. Wow. You can also <laughs> send us pictures if you would like to share memes or thoughts or to G- our G-rated. Instagram and Twitter G-rated. at Listen yeah, G- Brilliant. G-rated, G-rated, please. G-rated. But I don't want I don't want penis pictures. I just, I need to keep saying it. I have to penis. keep saying it. I don't <laughs> want a butt penis. All right. Fine. Um... <sighs> Also, not from a listener on Facebook, you can go to Brilliant Observations where you'll find us and find our Brillob Squad, which is a special group for those who might want to share a butt penis. (laughs) Um, Just kidding. That is not the case. Amy will freak the fuck out. (laughs) She's very prude and does not appreciate graphic pictures. I'm not a prude. I just, I'm not a prude. I'm a live gal. I like being in the presence of, and I'm highly participatory, not a prude. I also want to tell you that I'm currently wearing a long sleeve shirt that says, be kind of a bitch. And that is available to you at tpublic.com, T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C. Wait a minute. That's the that's not the original you kept showing me. And I'm like, I know I love that no, shirt. No, I got another one. It's long sleeve. Ugh. From our thing? Of course. That's the thing from our show. Oh my God, it's really good. It's nice. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> it's oh my that, God, it's that Bella it. Canvas. Bella Canvas. It's super oh, soft. It's, it's delicious. It's so nice. It's really nice. Uh, so I highly recommend. Damn, I got to get some of that stuff. In in all kinds of rainbow colors, but I everything I buy is black, and it, it was my Nana's biggest complaint. You should wear some color. You're so pretty. Okay, <laughs> Nana, tell me more about the Filipinos, Filipinos in your area. <laughs> are delightful. They are delightful. Okay, thanks, <laughs> Let Nana. Let me tell you something. Come I, here. And, I mean, <laughs> she definitely said things that made me earmuffs on the kids, like, many, many times. And, and. <laughs> spawned conversations once we left her place saying look guys she's super set in her ways she's 107 like what do you want from this woman so so we had to do that but I know this is not a small topic and we have a little bit of time but I want to ask you with our remaining moments yes what in your 2020 hindsight Mm -hmm. if you had known that you were going into lockdown for the better part of a year I know life is kind of becoming more normal for you. And by the way, cases of COVID have gone down dramatically. And it is not because of a vaccine that people are getting. No, it is their way completely back up. Yeah. because people were masking and distancing. It is 100% because of that. And the proof of that is once they heard the numbers were going down, they relaxed masking and distancing and they're going to go back up. And you'll see. 
it's also yes to everything you said and Ooh, layer that's my in. my favorite. Yes, and. Layer in. We are experiencing a temporary dip. You're a temporary dip because <laughs> there was such a surge over the holidays. Right. So that is abating. And now we're getting back to getting ready for another ramp up because of all of the crazy variants that are now everywhere. So what, what are you asking me pre-COVID if I had known? Had I known? A year full of what we've just had. What would you have done differently? Give me one thing and then you can think about it and discuss it again next week if there's more. But just give me one no, thing. No, I think I think this is worthy of quite a bit of discussion. So the the simple answer is it's as easy as everything. So Aww. the but no, but the simple answer is I knew it at the time. I absolutely knew it at the time. The first 2 weeks I was thinking it might stretch to a month or two. And then after the first three weeks, I had clued in that we are not going back to school this spring, right? And started crossing our fingers, even in March, crossing our fingers. I hope we're back in the fall, but definitely we'll have Thanksgiving. That's where I was. So it was always, I was always four to six months out yeah. of projecting. I know. And, and we had already had highly personal, extremely painful death due to COVID by that time. So it was real for us real fucking quick. And the, the super answer is everything. But the one answer that rules them all is I made a conscious decision to give myself some slack. And it was, and I had never ever done that before in my life. And it felt like the wrong thing to do, but there was so much pressure to do it. I thought I'm going to do that because I might die if I don't. So it was like, okay, I'm going to try the opposite. I'm going to do the George Costanza. I'm going to do the opposite of what I know to do, which is to knuckle down and use my time wisely and figure this out and hurry up and wake up a little bit earlier. And okay, we can do this, right? And shut up. And I don't care what you're doing. I'm going to do my thing, blah, 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 blah. And instead, it immediately knocked the train off the rails. The train was off the rails, but the idea, and maybe maybe there was no other option. Maybe this felt like a choice when in fact it wasn't a choice, but it was absolutely so devastating because for me, the getting started again never it's happened. Impossible. It never happened. So I, I am going still, but that's not getting started. I am fundamentally changed and different in ways that aren't better. So it's it's been and continues so you to be a real have problem. Given yourself, you wouldn't have given yourself that off no that off ramp to no. I was sick. From- I was sick in the very beginning, and I'm pretty convinced that I actually had COVID before people were calling it COVID. I wanted to stay home from a conference that we had when people were still saying, "Should we be Should we be thinking about maybe not going to big events if we don't know what this thing is?" It was early February, right? And I had to stop exercising in late January because I was having difficulty breathing. I, I felt like I had a fever all the time, and on and on. So it absolutely messed with my head and trying to wind and then being the only person going against and saying, I need to not shake hands with you at this conference when everybody else is shaking hands and hugging. Like it was that kind of, I need to just not. So I sort of tried to get ahead of it and didn't, but the the point is it became, I'm going to just take a moment and stop worrying about that stuff. And since I haven't been exercising and I don't really feel like I can, 
I'm not going to put the pressure on to, I've, even though my lungs don't feel up to it, I've got to exercise today. I'm not going to put that on myself, right? Even though I'm feeling really sad, we've got people who might not make it through this COVID thing and the kids are freaking out and everybody's upset. I, I'm, maybe, I'll just, maybe I'll just have something to eat and go off a kind of a healthy eating plan and we'll just, we'll just do this. Or maybe we'll just make these choices. And every choice was the stupid choice at the time. <laughs> Looking and back. They, and they, no, I knew them at the time, but it seemed like the pressure was on everywhere. I was getting these messages of, if you're one of these people who's saying, turn this into the teachable, creative, hyper productive moment, you are the oppressor. And I thought, I don't want to do that to my kids. Right. So I sort of was doing, and so I thought, so I can't do that to myself. Gave yourself and it was a all, buy. It was all bad. It was all bad. And it made, it made a bad it, situation worse for I me. I find it sad that, that being kind to yourself or letting yourself off the hook for something. Yeah, process emotions, live, sleep, work. Yeah, these were bad the choices wrong, for me. Like I find it really sad that those were <laughs> those were the beginning of the end. Or like that was right. the the right. I can't get out of this kind right. of thing. Right. Um and I, I think that that can't be right. Like I think that can't be well, that's sort Your of story. what led me. It is my story. And that's sort of why even at the time I was like, yeah, how is that bad that this is. That I'm giving <laughs> myself a break, that I'm not oppressing, that I'm not. Yeah. 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 So. So oh you well. looking back, something you would have done differently was not been so kind to yourself. Is that what you're saying? I would have. I would have pushed through that. Um, the pass. Right. You, you give give a pass. I would have pushed through the pass for myself. See, I'm not an athlete. I don't know from pushing through. That's something you have from from prior Is life it? being an athlete. I, I'm it? like, okay. oh, okay, I'm either succumb or ignore. <laughs> I think there might be another choice in there too, but I haven't really had to push through because I guess, what did they used to say in, in Two Broke Girls? Take to the bed. I would take to the bed for a while. <laughs> um, and that that's what that's how I would deal. And then I'd be like, oh, I'm done taking to the bed. And then I would just jump back into to life. Yeah, I got to figure some shit out. Uh, here's, a, here's a spoiler. I haven't. <laughs> but... We are here with you on this journey. And next up, next week. And <laughs> tune in when all week. of life's problems will be solved. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about solving all of life's problems, but but this is a routine that I force you to keep to. So there is something that, I mean, when it comes to working out and things like that, I even good things. Remember we talked about how I wanted to get vacation over with? Like I just wanted it to be over <laughs> right. with. Right. So right. I'll wake up and I'll be like, I have to go ride because I have to get it over with. But there's a ride I really want to do at 11, but it's 730 and I'm up. I've got to get it over with so I have my day. So oh. I, I, I want to even get joy over with. I, I, it's We'll seek help. We will partner with a podcast of psychiatrists <laughs> who can not only talk it out That's with right. us, but write yes. us scripts to make it better. That's right. The if you are a podcast, podcast. Right. unfuck okay. me. Yep. If you are out there with a podcast listening to ours and we sound like a project for study. you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we accept. Yep. We You're going to make a great name for yourself. <laughs> Challenge solving them, accepted. Solving them two bitches. That's it. Yep. 
You're welcome. Rub, rub your hands together, fool, because we're coming. Dear yeah. listener, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of our lives and oh, making amen. us a and part Buy of one yours. of them fucking shirts. You guys, my God, you guys, they're so nice. I had no idea. Yeah, they're buttery. I like they're it They're really, I'm telling you, I it like looks it better than you deserve. It's nice. Hey, what do you mean it's, better than I deserve? Them, them, <laughs> I mean them. Suck a dick. So I might get it in several <laughs> other colors because <laughs> it's our motto. Be we're kind. good that way. Oh, good. That's, I was thinking right. of creating other ones that say be kind and then other little things down just to have a full <laughs> series of do it, do it, right. do it, do it. We'll see what we add to our right. to our list. Um, we love you. I love you more. Bye. Bye.